Hey mama, if you're anything like me, you may have never wanted to be a mom. And maybe along with that, you experienced some birth trauma. I get it. I did. I never wanted to be a mom either. And that's why I created this just for you. So follow along on this journey as I share with you my real life experiences and tips and tricks and all the things to help encourage and empower you along the way. Okay, mama, you've probably heard of the Birth Warrior Circle, but if you haven't or you don't know all the details, it's a monthly virtual circle for moms just like you to come together and hold space for each other and support each other on your healing journeys. And this monthly offering is now free to you, to you amazing mamas. So use this value, sign up, Go to my website, groundedtraumaprocessing.com, find the Birth Warrior Circle, and save yourself a spot for February Circle. It's the third Sunday of each month, and this is now a free community resource for you. So again, go to the website, groundedtraumaprocessing.com, and find the Birth Warrior Circle tab and sign up there. I look forward to getting to know you more, Mama. Hello! Happy Wednesday, Mama! I am so grateful to be here with you today, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this podcast episode with you, the interview with Amanda. She just was so vulnerable and transparent in sharing her story in order to help others. Um, But before we get into all that, like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, you know, we aren't going to do sit and do the gratitudes anymore for minutes at a time, but I do just want to encourage you, take some time today if you haven't already, or if you have, even take another five minutes, um, jot down a few things you're grateful for, um, do a little couple minute prayer, thank God for the things he's given you, for the things he's done for you, whatever that might look like for you, um, just take a few minutes for gratitude because it is so important and it really is crucial in our mindset and having a solid positive mindset that is uplifting, right? Um, so with that said, Amanda is a mom of three who experienced postpartum depression and unfortunately her experience with postpartum depression affected her marriage, her family, just all of her relationships really. And it, it hindered her day-to-day life. And she shares with you about how seeking help saved all these relationships and just rekindled everything and gave her just a renewed sense of life, a renewed sense of God and Jesus and just biblical truths and promises and I just know, you know, as moms who, who have experienced traumatic birth, oftentimes with a traumatic birth, we experience, um, we're likely to experience something like postpartum depression, right? Um, so I know, you know, there are a lot of us who have experienced this and in different forms, sometimes um, this can look like, now postpartum anxiety and postpartum rage are kind of two separate things, but they are related to postpartum depression in some ways. And I know in my own experience that I've shared with you, um, mine really showed itself in rage. So I had 
a lot of outbursts. Um, and it wasn't just hormones. It was a lot more than that. And, you know, maybe I'll do an episode on that um, coming up again and share a little bit about that. But I think it's so important to be open and honest about our experiences, about if we're experiencing symptoms of postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety or or any of those things, right? Um, and, and first and foremost, we have to be aware and acknowledge them for ourselves. It, it is harder to take that next step to seek help, but um, when you listen to this episode, Amanda will walk you through how how to find, she'll make getting help simpler for you, and she'll make it less daunting, and she'll kind of quench some of those fears that come up when we think of seeking help for something like this, and um, yeah, just we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. Welcome, Amanda. I'm so happy to have you here on the Confident Christian Mom podcast. I'm really looking forward to the value that I know you're going to add to this community with, you know, not only your personal experience with, um, but knowledge on postpartum depression. So for all of our listeners, Amanda is a mom of three and a postpartum depression survivor. She's a voice for other moms suffering, and um, she's a voice for support in mom life. In fact, she has a blog, which I'm sure she'll uh, speak a little bit on, and we'll make sure to put in the show notes. Uh, But, you know, to kick things off, let's, you know, Amanda, just let our listeners know a little about yourself, maybe where you're from, what you do, and a little about your family. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be doing this. Um, yeah, I have three kids. I, am, I have two boys and a girl. I had them all in three years, and that was not planned. Um, I've been married for five years, and my husband is currently doing his plumbing apprenticeship, and he is going to finish up his first year. And right now, I'm just a full-time stay-at-home mom and just taking care of my kids for now until my husband gets done with school and then I'll hopefully figure something out for myself. Awesome. So yeah, you definitely have a lot going on and I think this is going to speak volumes um, when you share with our listeners more of what we're going to dive into and your journey of um, healing um, your postpartum depression and just always working through that through even the busyness of mom life with three kids. Um, so what would you say to, well, first of all, let's start with your story. So tell us if you would a little bit about your experience with postpartum depression. Yeah. So I never knew what postpartum depression was. I knew what depression and anxiety was, but I've never heard of postpartum depression. Um, Depression does run on my side of the family. So I knew kind of what the signs and symptoms of it were, but it wasn't until I had my first child. He was born March 22nd, 2016. And I got pregnant very quickly with my second. I found out I was pregnant with our daughter December 15th, the same year, 2016. And the next couple days, it just hit me so hard where I was lying around. I didn't want to get out of bed. I was just so aggravated all the time. And I didn't want to tell my mom that I was pregnant again so soon because I was like, how did this happen? I mean, we all know how it happens, but... 
you're just like <laughs> yeah. how did it happen so quickly so right mom was like you know what's going on are you okay and I just started bawling my eyes out I'm like I don't know what is wrong with me like what is going on and she's like you might be suffering a little bit of your like some depression kind of going on here and I just kind of ignored it because I thought it was a phase in pregnancy I'm like oh it's just a phase it'll go away like after I'm done it's just probably all these hormones like rushing through my body being pregnant and carrying another baby while still taking care of another baby right and Another thing that kind of triggered it was my husband comes from a very strict Catholic religion where they don't believe in birth control. And it's kind of whatever God gives you, you have to kind of just take as you go, no matter how many kids, whether it be one to ten. And I just it hit me hard. Because I'm like, this isn't something I want to do for the rest of my life. How am I supposed to be depressed all the time, getting pregnant every year, trying to take care of baby after baby? And I told my husband that because it just, it was hitting me hard with being pregnant the same year I just had another baby because my two oldest are 16 months apart. And I just told him, I go, I can't do this. You have to let me be on birth control or do something. And he was like, no, I'm not letting you do that. It's not going to happen. And that's when things spiraled more out of control. Cause I'm like, how am I going to do this? How are we going to potentially have all these kids and survive? And things just kind of got worse and worse with me. I still was trying to hold on to the hope that my husband would allow for something to happen with us through finding a method that works, possibly going on birth control. And he still was like, no, no, no. And I just kind of felt very alone and I couldn't talk to anybody about it because there was, I just felt like all of this pressure was weighing on me. Like I had to do something about it and I didn't have the proper support and help from my husband so I had our daughter on my husband's birthday actually she was born on my husband after that it got worse and worse and about four months after I gave birth to our daughter I caught my husband on a dating app. He had been cheating on me for the past eight months. And that's when I completely, I completely lost control of everything. And I ended up staying with my parents and my mom's like, I think you should call your doctor and see what's going on. So I did. And I went in with both of my kids And my doctor took my daughter and held her and she's just like, tell me what's going on. And I just broke down crying and I go, I can't do this anymore. I feel like I have all this rage inside of me because postpartum rage is such a real thing that most moms don't know what's going on. Absolutely. And then you have all of these bad thoughts of you're just like, 
I, you know, she asked me like, do you ever want to harm anybody? You yourself, your kids. And I'm like, I do, but I feel like it's so wrong to think this. And she goes, look at me. That's a normal thinking for you as a mom to have that with this depression Mm -hmm. that you're going through. And she was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on some medication and I'm going to set you up to see a therapist. And I said, okay, let's do it. So about January 2018, because our daughter was born in August of 2017, I got on some medication. I started seeing a therapist and things were going better. I felt more under control, but my husband and I were still struggling with the birth control method of things. And I just kind of had to keep track of things by myself. Like you keep track, like the rhythm method or something else that you can kind of track your menstrual cycle with. And that was really hard, but I didn't want to lie to my husband and kind of go on birth control behind his back, which I never did, but it was still hard. And then that year in August of 2018, I found out I was pregnant for a third time. (laughs) I think when I took the test, I looked at it and I started laughing. Oh, you cut out for for a few seconds. Am I back? So I you're back. Okay, laughed and I started crying at the same time. Like I just couldn't. I'm like, this is happening to me right now, and (laughs) just like (laughs) I'm telling you, this is payback from God right now. You know, and (laughs) (laughs) I remember going out to the field because my husband is a part-time dairy farmer also. And it was during kind of like the busy season of farming. And I go out to the field and I go, happy birthday. And I show him my pregnancy test and he just started tearing up a little bit because at that point he kind of, he kind of felt bad for me knowing what I had gone through with my mental health. And we were also in marriage Mm -hmm. counseling together. And since I had caught him in December, he has never, ever gone on a dating app again. He has never cheated on me ever. And the cheating was all emotional. It wasn't physical. So that's, you know, it was better for me being that it wasn't physical, but he has not since then. And Once I found out I was pregnant, I went in for my first doctor's appointment and I'm like, look, I need to stay on my medication. I need to continue to see my therapist because of my mental background. And, you know, my OB was like, all right, let's do it. You know, take charge of your life this time and take charge of your third pregnancy. Um, I had to switch up my medication because the one I was on wasn't safe for pregnancy. So I got on the medication and I just started taking charge of my life and trying to be more positive and happy and taking care of myself. Self-care was huge and 
having my mom come and help me with my kids like once a week or once every other week just so I could get a break mentally from my kids. And then, yeah, still going to marriage counseling with my husband and trying to figure out what was going to happen after our third child was born. Because I'm like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not having a fourth right in a row. And you, Jake, don't want this either. So he finally, finally caved in and said, I will work with you and we will do this method together. So we found a method that works and I have not been pregnant since. And he is working with me to do that. And he's being supportive of it. And that was like a huge prayer answered to me. I mean, it was in the middle of the night. He rolled over and tapped me and he said something to me and I just started crying. And I'm like, you're joking right now. And he's like, I'll do it with you. Like, we'll, we'll do this. And then April 13th, 2019, our son was born. And when I went in for my six-week postpartum visit, I felt happier than ever. Day. Like, things were going so well in my life that I'm like, I feel like I have finally reached the mental clarity in my life that I have been so longing for because going through that really dark spot where I find out I'm pregnant with my second finding out my husband was cheating on me like how do I get out of this in how many years like so much happened in like such a small time period and it was just I felt like things were just piling 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 and I don't think it was until I started to change and try to get myself better that the pressure was kind of slowly being released from what my husband's beliefs were and him trying to apply those to me. He started to let up himself, which kind of helped my depression let up. And I just felt finally after six weeks, I'm like, I feel healthy. I feel like I'm thriving And to this day, I'm doing so much better than I was. I still have my moments because I have three young kids running around my house. My oldest is going to be five and my daughter's three and a half and I have an almost two-year-old. So people are like, man, you have your hands full. It's like, well, I know, but my heart is so full of love though, too, you know? And... Definitely. I'm so much better now and my husband sees it and we've been working together and our marriage has never, never been better. That's amazing. And I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for not only sharing your story, but sharing all those details that a lot of people might not feel comfortable sharing with the world on a podcast. And I think that really opens the doors for the listeners for all these moms who might be struggling with some of the same things, especially those who, who are Christian moms who come from that Christian background, who are having these relations, relationship struggles, um, because it's something that is kind of stigmatized because you're not, you know, we're not supposed to talk about our problems. We're not 
supposed to, you know, say that there's something wrong in our marriage. And I think it's so crucial that you brought up those points of like those issues within your marriage and that you were able to come to an understanding and work those out together. Um, and that, you, but that you did have those rough patches. So thank you so much for talking about all of it. Um, but with that said, um, you know, like you even said, it was, it was hard to find or get help for yourself because of the situation you were in and you felt almost, you know, stuck because, you know, your husband didn't want you to do one thing and you were, you know, kind of going down this dark spiral. So what would you say to a mom who's listening in who, you know, might be afraid or doesn't know how to get that help? Like what is one piece My of advice you would give her? If you can't go to like a friend or a family member, please go and make an appointment with your doctor. That is the first thing I would recommend that you do. And, you know, I have a lot of um, moms who have come to me, whether it be through my Instagram account or personally. And the one thing that actually the two things that they're really nervous about and scared to do is when they go to a doctor is one, if I tell them how I'm really feeling, are they going to take my children away from me? And I'm like, no, never be afraid to never be afraid of that. You know, you're going to have some really bad and good doctors out there, but don't ever be afraid of that ever happening. And then number two is they're afraid to start taking medication because, you know, I don't really know the whole reason why they don't want to. Maybe they're afraid they're going to become addicted to it in some way, or, you know, they feel like they're going to start feeling better and then they wean themselves off of it very quickly. And then things start getting a lot worse. And I didn't want to be on medication either for a while, but my doctor's like, all right, here's what I'm going to tell you. And here's what she told me. She goes, have you ever broken a bone? And I go, no, I've never broken a bone. She goes, when you break a bone, what happens? Like, what do you, what do you need? And I go a cast. She goes, okay. So it's kind of like that. Your medication is like a cast for your broken mind. You need to take it right now to start the healing process. Because if you don't wear a cast for a broken arm or leg, it's never going to heal. It's just, it's never going to heal. And then it's going to be worse if you don't take care of it. And she was like, so let's look at this medication as a cast where you can wear it for however long that you want to wear this cast. And then if you feel like you're slowly getting your mental health back in order, then you can start weaning yourself out of that cast, like physical therapy. And I like how she put that into perspective, because I'm like, I never would have thought of it that way, where it's like, you're doing this for yourself totally. right now, because this is a starting point in your life. And how much more are you going to continue to go without this cast? You know, what happens if you break another arm? What happens if you break both of your legs? Then what? You can't walk. You can't go anywhere. Then what? Right. I, I absolutely love that analogy and I've never actually heard it put that way. So that's super helpful. Um, and I think that's, that's super important too, because I'm glad you brought up the point of medication uh, because there are, it, I think medication for mental health is, is pretty stigmatized and for many reasons. But I think one of them is because, you know, as a natural holistic mama myself, like 
I, I think it's, it's really easy to be like, well, I mean, like, I, I don't want to use that because it's, it's not the most natural or the most holistic option, but the analogy you use there is so huge because I think it's so important to know that it is okay to use what is there for us. And that's why the medication is there. Um, and that it is, it can be a cast for people and just your experience even with it. And you're, you're a testament to how it's worked in your life. So that is amazing. Um, so then kind of on, on the flip side, not only to any mom struggling, but what about, because you kind of experienced this in a flip flipped way, but what about Christian moms coming from that background where, you know, mental health sometimes is a sticky subject and they feel afraid to, t- to speak on it. What, what piece of advice would you give these moms who are Christian moms struggling to, I think to we all have to remember that. Jesus was also depressed and he had anxiety. I mean, you look at him and it's like, he is so perfect and he is the son of God. But you also have to remember that even he, you remember when he, before he got crucified on the cross, he had to go up to the rock and pray to his dad. And it's like, you don't think he felt anxiety right then and there, knowing he was going to go do what he was brought to this earth for. I just started reading this book by Max Licato and um, it's an amazing book and it's called You'll Get Through This and it actually speaks about Joseph mainly and how his time through the Bible and how he experienced all of these troubled times and how he was in a good place and then a bad place, a good place and then a bad place and how he suffered from depression, anxiety, being sold as a slave and then becoming one of the most profited men in Egypt and how God's timing was everything through his entire story. And, you know, I'm just like, holy cow, this is I'm like, why does this relate to me? You feel like whenever you read a book, you're like, why does this relate to me all the time? And that's probably something I would recommend is that yeah. book. Um, but you have to remember, like, feel like you're lost at that moment in time. You feel alone in your depression. And I remember the day that I finally felt like I wasn't alone from God anymore because we feel like, He's not there and he would heal us overnight if this was his doing. And it's like, well, sometimes God has other plans for us. You know, he, our weakness as a strength. Absolutely. But you have to give it time. It doesn't happen overnight where one day you just reach that mental clarity point and you're like, oh, I'm totally fine. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It took me almost two years to get to where I was. today. But the day I finally reached the mental clarity was December, like finally seeing that God was there in my life and that he was working in my life. It was December 17th, 2017. So it was, I think a week after I caught my husband cheating and it was a couple weeks before I went in to see my doctor. So it was kind of like right in between the really bad time. My sister invited me to the Christmas service through the church that I grew up 
going to at Blackhawk in Madison. And they were talking about the next series that they were about to start the following year. And it was the struggle is real. And it pinpointed struggles in people's lives like greed. And then it had death. It had lust. And one of them was depression. And I'm just like, okay, okay, God, Mm. I see you. You haven't left me yet. And it just, there's this whole relief like came over me and I'm just like, okay, he's, he's here. And he is showing me that the struggle is real. And I remember the pastor standing up there saying, we don't talk about this enough and we need to start talking about it. All of these things. So I think for most Christian moms is don't forget that you are not alone. You're not alone. God is always there, like no matter what, everything is always in his, his timing and not our own. Yes, I love that. That is an amazing reminder. Um, and I really appreciate that you also shared the resource of the You'll Get Through This book. I'm going to put that in the show notes for sure. I've never even heard of that, but I'm going to add that to my own list. So that's super cool. Um, in, in chatting with you prior, um, a few days back, you spoke a little bit on the benefit and impact that um, of like community and just like support in your journey from like even social media groups. Can you share a little bit about that and how that's like how that yeah, support so and admin others on this for journey? a Facebook group. Um, I kind of help run the group with a lot of other women and it's part of a bigger group society where the owner kind of started a bunch of like smaller branches. Um, this one is specifically targeted towards moms with depression and anxiety. And it is postpartum mama support group. And uh, you have to answer some questions because it is a private group through Facebook. So um, it sometimes might be a little bit difficult to find, but it's just a group where moms get to vent. And, you know, as other women in the group, we are there to support you and come up with ideas and how to get you through certain struggles like you can talk about anything you want like you know hey is anybody on this type of medication what were your symptoms or oh my gosh my child is driving me crazy today like what can I do you know we talk about anything and everything and then if we notice a mom is like really struggling really bad then we will pull her into a group chat with our admins and we will kind of talk with her and give her more support from our point of view and like what we've experienced in our own life, hoping that will help them. That is really, really awesome. Even that um, really like intimate perspective of even though they're part of this, this bigger group, um, that you're, you as admins are willing to come in and step in almost one-on-one and be like, Hey, we're here for you. We're here to support you. And I think that's what sets, it sounds like that sets this group apart, um, from so many others. And that's really, really great to hear. Um, so not only do you have, you're an admin of this group, but tell us a little bit about your blog that you started 
the blog. It's just called the Amanda Ebersetzig blog. It's on Wix.com, so W-I-X. And I'm trying to mainly focus that towards everyday mom life. And I try to do it from my point of view because I had three under three. And that is crazy, insanely busy. And I'm also trying to pinpoint it from my perspective on my postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. And I'm trying to give those real raw emotions on like what can really go on and trying to put everything out there, like give you all the details I can about what really happens and how to get the help you need in your own struggles. Um, my, I just recently posted my story. I kind of wrote it out and it might go into a little bit more detail. That was my last post that I did. And then I also try to give tips on what I have been doing to kind of help myself get through the depression, um, working out healthy meals and taking breaks from the kids, like getting out of the house and having your husband watch the kids for a couple hours. That is so awesome. It sounds like you really hit on a lot of points. And also I, I personally super appreciate that you are a mom of three under three. I I'm a mom of one and I barely can keep my own stuff together. And so it's like it, having this perspective of you having multiple children, like dealing with postpartum depression and your husband's, you know, in this apprenticeship and you're balancing mom life. Like this is just so incredible to hear and, and see that it is also possible that it's doable. And um, just coming from the perspective of, I can't speak on this, but knowing that you can, and you can add so much value to these moms listening in who might be in a similar predicament. Um, so this is really great. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, so now just go ahead and let everyone know where they can so find you and how to contact you. Account. That is all about postpartum and through there you have my blog I did post it there so you can click on it on my bio and it has my contact information in the blog um I think I'm on there I don't want to put my there so I just have my email and then you can through Facebook page and through Instagram Perfect. Um, and then do you have any other thoughts or advice you'd like to I would just say like if you're kind of on the ledge of a cliff right now wondering whether or not you should go get help or you don't think you should, I would say go and do it right now. I know right now it's probably really hard to go in and get an appointment because of, you know, COVID like that. Um, but maybe depending on where you live, they'll let you the office. But right now I have an appointment just through like video. Um, make an appointment, talk to your doctor, talk to your OB and say, I need the help. How can I get started? Because a lot of moms don't know where to get started. And my first thing is call your doctor Go from there, see what they say, 
if you say no medication, I suggest start taking it and maybe take some vitamins along with the medication. And just don't be afraid to reach out for that help because the longer you wait, the worse it can get. And we don't want the worst to happen. Absolutely. That is awesome advice. And so, so true. So this is such a valuable episode, like so much more than I even anticipated there. You gave us so many great resources. You have added so much value. You have personal resources that you're offering from your own personal experience. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not only for being raw and real, because that's what we're all about here and opening those doors for all the moms listening in. But thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast because this is just going to help so many moms. Um, so again, thank yeah, you. Thank and you I really look forward to, to chatting some more in the future. Talk about all of this stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. You mama, you have the power to move forward you have the power of choice. You can choose to be happy. You can choose to heal. You can choose to move forward.